Welcome back to the Dreamwave Podcast. This is your host, Max Ovechinsky. I've been thinking about uh, something recently, and I think it's pretty cool. So, there's this author, Ayn Rand. She makes some pretty good books, and her thought process of life and it, it is pretty cool. Um, a lot of her books have these, these main characters that... Um, well, when you just read the story, you get the values and stuff that they're portraying to the world. And it's it's actually really cool that you can, you know, kind of mirror some of the things they're doing. And it significantly makes your, your own life better. So her philosophy is, this is really important. You, you have one shot to life, okay? And you alone are responsible for your own happiness, right? Nobody else is responsible for your happiness, right? So there's a lot of um, societal pressures and, you know, people telling you, like, this is what's good for you and you should do this and that or whatever, right? And sometimes there's... Well, this input is is valuable in many ways because, you know, other people might have, they see you from the outside and, you know, you might be just on some bullshit wave and they need to put you in place, right? Especially people you, you genuinely care about their opinion, right? But at the deepest level, they aren't responsible for you being happy. They might... You know, your parents, uh, family, friends, they're not responsible for you being happy. They might think that one way is a better route than, than another because of XYZ, XYZ reasons that are important to them, right? But you need to make your own decision in the end, right? You can take their input, but that's not a decision on you. You make your own decisions, you need to think for yourself. You can't just delegate that, uh, that responsibility to other people. You know, choosing what you do with your life is a big deal. So, I know personally, I was, I was put down the engineering route from like day one, okay? Dad, hardcore engineer, loves engineering, science, math, um, you know, you just learn what the world really is and, you know, you can build stuff it's, and solve problems and, you know, the pay is very good. You know, the entire world, innovation, everything is, is, is stemming from engineering and, and creating uh, solutions to problems, right? And, you know, this, this job will always be there because, you know, we always have problems that need to be fixed. And, you know, it's, it's really cool. It, it still is, to me, a very cool um, path to go down engineering, right? But I was, I was getting told this is the way I have to live, right? And that in itself is... Um, you know, 
there's no freedom in that. There's, there's values you have deep down and you need to know what those values are, right? There's, there's a couple months, maybe in, there's definitely a couple of years I was just confused. I knew stuff, I knew it wasn't sitting right with me, um, the engineering path, but I didn't know why, right? I, it just didn't feel right. Your feelings are kind of this, uh, this gateway to, to your deeper self. But in order to, in order to really make sense and um, like use these feelings, um, have them be useful is you need to know where they're coming from, what they are pointing to. So you need to go deep down at least once. And, you know, maybe if you don't remember what it was like to be deep down, you need to go down, you need to go deep again to remind yourself what is important, right? Because yeah, so these, I was thinking of some side tangent that I'll go on in a second, but you have these values deep down and it's hard to just like say all of your values. If you had to write down all of your values right now, you'd probably miss some. Because a lot they're they're subconscious and just built up over time. So it takes time to figure out your values. But um reading these Ian Ian Rand books opens your eyes up to a lot of these values uh, that you may or may not have. And you can also choose your values. It's like, well, what is the type of life you want to live? And what are the values that that kind of align with that type of life you want to live? So... Some of these values that Ayn Rand talks about or mentions and shows through her, her books, her novels, her nonfiction, or no, no, I'm sorry, fiction novels, realistic fiction novels are the main characters have this very stoic uh, personality about them. They're selfish and they're selfish in a good way. They, they do what they want and they can't be pushed around and told what they need to do. They're also very present to the moment. Like, uh, they don't get socially pressured into doing things. Um, they, they're dialed in on whatever it is that's important to them in that moment. Um, because they can't be pushed around to do whatever it is that other people want them to do. They're very confident, right? And they really only have one voice in their head because they're not controlled by social pressures. So they're not overthinking things either. They've just got their one one voice. They know exactly what they want to do. And it simplifies things inside their head. Who, who's, who are the th- people that they need to satif- satisfy, make happy, stuff like that? Because they simplify all this stuff, they're not overthinking, right? 
And if you want to eliminate overthinking, become significantly more confident, these are the types of values that, um, that you may want. And when you read these Ayn Rand books, you are seeing the full process of living. You can see like the behind the scenes, like what, what are they doing on a daily basis? Like how are they thinking? How do they interact with people? Every single process, step by step, right? And because you see that, you see all of these things, you can mirror those in your, in your own life. And that's why I like reading Ayn Randbeck's. So, it's also important, Ayn Rand has this philosophy that it's very important to, to know what you want, okay? But keeping it simple, like, I want, to be photo- I want to be a photographer instead of being a doctor because, you know, my family wants me to, my family wants me to be a doctor. I've done the entire four-year uh, degree of pre-med and... and stuff like that, and I I don't want to do it, I know what it's like, and, you know, I have to will myself through um, the three-hour labs, and drink two Red Bulls, and, like, it's just, it's not an enjoyable process, I hate it. Okay, so then you you come up with this idea, okay, I want to be a photographer, right? But this is, it's not enough, you're wrong, because you don't know why. And, you know, you're kind of simplifying what you want too much. And you're kind of you're romanticizing what you want instead of seeing the, the nuance of what it takes to be a photographer. And, like, you know, yes, you want to take pictures, maybe of nature or something. But then you still have to sit in front of a computer and edit those pictures, make them look better. Um, you know, you have to do, do the posting process, maybe write descriptions or, um, and doing the management, getting your, getting jobs and stuff like that, uh, for photography, making, making it monetizable. There's a lot of other stuff that you don't see on the surface, right? So knowing on a deeper level why you want to go down a certain path is is super important because there's a lot of nuance you won't you're not actually going to enjoy doing in whatever it is you pursue and you don't even necessarily know all of the nuance that it takes to go down a path until you really experience it but if you know deep down why you want to do something and that aligns with your values of what you want from your life then it's that that's what you want to have that's what you're responsible for doing for yourself is figuring out what you want and why you want it and only then is it a correct solution um yeah so this kind of goes in into finding your purpose and i can talk about my process of finding my my purpose my purpose uh, the first thing I had to do was this, this exercise. I got introduced to an exercise um, 
called Seven Layers Deep or Seven Layers of Why. Um, the idea is you have some overarching question, like why do you want to be successful or why do I want to pursue drop shipping? And then you start answering that question. Okay, I want to pursue drop shipping because um, I see it's possible to make lots of money. I can, it's possible to make six figures a year. It's possible to make seven figures a year. Okay, and then you, go, you reach some more logical conclusions. You're like, well, it's, why is this important to me? Oh, it's important to me to make seven figures a year because there's a lot of things, you know, I wasn't able to do as a kid and a lot of resources like medicine and, and um, travel, insurance, um, uh, fun things I wanted to do as, and I couldn't do them and I want to be able to, you know, do those and give those to my kids in the future or whatever. And you have like these surface level things and then it gets, eventually you run out of logical answers. You stop thinking from the head and you start thinking and you start answering from the heart, the emotions. So a logical answer might be like, oh, like I'm doing it for my family. But then on a deeper level, there's like this one experience in your past it fucking changed everything. And you tap into that experience and that, that experience of not being able to do whatever it was and you feel through it. And um, there's a whole bunch of these instances that, that make you who you are and you know defined why you do the things you want to do and by tapping into these emotional resources by continuously asking yourself why and getting and pressuring yourself to uncover these moments will result in an emotional reaction right you you're likely to tear up feel feel the energy kind of like come from your chest and you know, tighten up your face and your your eyes, and then you might tear up or start to cry or something because the emotional reaction is so intense. You're like uncovering deep energy stores, and that's the purpose. That that's the purpose of this exercise. You uncover these energy stores, and this is like the underlying purpose of why you do things, and um. Maybe after the first exercise, you, you, you want, you're like, this is it. This is why, this is, this is my why. This is my purpose. Then a couple days go by um, for me, and I was like, well, now that I think a little bit more, I've had some more time to think about it, it actually is a little bit different. Uh, and then you do the activity again, and you uncover some slightly different variant um, and you improve your one-line purpose, your two-line purpose. You change the vocabulary, the wording, and it feels better this time, right? A couple days go by, 
and then you, know, you have enough, more time to think about it and it slightly changes more and it slightly changes more and then over the course of like two three weeks I want to say was for me um, you have this very powerful statement or maybe two sentences it depends that that um, just like envelopes your entire purpose and it's usually to do with your family I want to say like talking to talking to other friends who um, I've helped find their purpose it's usually it's usually like family related or helping others um, but it's it's the purpose is always from like some selfish intent right which is something that most people don't um don't realize is like how selfish you really are and that's not even a bad thing right so you know Ayn Rand all these characters are very selfish but it's it's not a bad thing that being said there's a lot of Ayn Rand seems to be controversial nowadays um, in some circles because I don't know I think I think people only see things on the surface and don't scratch deeper because um, like selfishness is seen as bad uh, I don't really know why because it's so obvious that everybody acts out of selfishness anyways it's just if you truly act selfishly then you have the resources to then do things for other people that selfless thing um i think ayn rand has a has a quote she mentions i'm paraphrasing People only do selfless actions from because of selfish desire to do so. Like people donate to charities because they have selfish desires to do so. They either want the tax benefits, um, they want to feel good for sharing their wealth they want to um they want other people to see that they donated right and that's just human nature that's how we work as a society that's how we work as individuals so it's like i i think the people who who see that quote or that that like think you can't be selfish are just like not in the know of psychology of how we are but uh yeah the moral is we have one shot at life and this is your life it's not anybody else's life okay so you need to do what you want what is valuable to you you need to take charge of your life so so you're taking you take full responsible responsibility of your own happiness
So, you know, people tell you this is what you should do. You know, you have advisors like your parents or friends who tell you you, their opinion on things. But in the end, you have your own way of doing things. Uh, you, You pick and you make the final decision, right? There's... I've... It's so funny. There's there's been friends who ask me, you know, for input on something and they do what they were going to do anyways. Right? You you can kind of notice this about yourself. Like I've done this as well where like I ask somebody else's opinion because I'm not confident on something, right? And they tell me their opinion and it doesn't change my mind. And it probably won't change yours either, just hearing somebody else's opinion, right? So, just be confident. Being confident in what you want and what your values are skips these stupid steps of of showing your unconfidence to other people and and stuff like that because you I'm saying this a little bit incorrectly um, if you when you take the time to dig deep and find your purpose decide on your purpose find your values dig deep and find your values and write them all down so it's easy to digest. Okay, these are this is how I live. And you also take the time to define what you want. Like the surface level stuff. How do you want to improve? These things are kind of like entangled with your values of how you like to live, how you want to live. Then you know what deeply matters to you and that makes you confident. Knowing yourself makes you confident. Confidence is not from simply from other people up other people's opinions of you. Confidence comes from within because you know yourself. You know yourself better than anybody else does. And better than anybody else could ever know. Because you're with yourself all the time. You think your thoughts. You observe what your brain's inner machinations are, are doing all the time. And you just got to listen. You got to uncover the values deep within. You, you got to uncover things. Because, you know, you have like all of these surface level thoughts. You have like your surface level how you react to things or, you know, your desires, your wants. But these desires and wants are stemmed to your values. But you do, if you don't know what your values are, you're looking at the surface level. You're not, you're not understanding truly how you operate as a human being. Why you operate in a certain way. So when you figure out why you operate a certain way, that competence gives you the confidence and people can just can say just about anything to you 
and you will have this unshakable confidence about you because you know yourself so much. Like, yes, you may not know certain things about a certain subject, but you're confident in your abilities to do a certain thing because you know yourself. Other people may shoot you down and say, no, you can't do that. And you know yourself so much and you value your opinion more than other people's uh, projections onto you that it doesn't shake you. It doesn't stir you up. It doesn't make you angry. You don't lose your calm. You don't freeze up. You just speak from the heart because you're tapped into your emotions. Your emotions, your thoughts, and your actions are all dialed in and working in unison rather than your, you trying to interpret your feelings right, in, a, in the moment or you know, say, like, thinking in a conversation that, oh, this, if this person's thinking that and projecting that, then maybe they see something about me that I haven't seen about me. Right? Because that's what that unconfidence comes from is you not knowing, you, you thinking they know something you don't. When in reality, they don't know shit. You know so much more about yourself than they do. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's it. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I would highly recommend picking up an Ayn Rand book. Her books are really thick. Um, it, they're, they're pretty decently big books. So if you're not a fan of reading, I would go on YouTube and listen to um, the audiobook version. Uh, it's worth it. Listen to Fountainhead instead of picking up a Netflix series, right? I pick up Netflix series sometimes and just chill and lay back and, you know, entertain myself. Instead, entertain yourself with, um, with this, um, something that actually is going to benefit you and help you, help you build up your value, your character, your figure out your values and kind of like subconsciously reprogram yourself because uh, anything you put in your mind, you know, changes your perception of reality and uh, whatever you focus on grows. So Check out Ayn Rand. Fountainhead is a good book. Um, and also you can share this on social medias, um, Instagram. Give me some feedback. How's the audio quality? Uh, stuff like that. Share this with a friend if you think this would be valuable for them. That's it. That's all I got. Peace.